Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. It's time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and whoever the fuck you people are, and whatever gender. Whatever you identify as. <laughs> I was getting to that. <laughs> I was trying to sugarcoat it, but I couldn't. <laughs> it's 2020, we gotta cover everybody or we'll get shut down. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, hope everyone, except for Mike, is having a very good weekend. <laughs> Uh, which Mike? Because I know <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> there's yeah. Mike and there's Mikey. Bless you. He's not having a good Sunday. No, he's not having a good weekend. That's for sure. He's not having a good weekend in general. Oh, it's a bad one for me. Yeah, that, that's 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 true. But uh, five point lead squandered. But we'll get to that. What we will get to that, and you know, uh. But you know the Bills are three and zero. The the Seahawks are three and zero, off the skin of our teeth. But three and zero regardless. Um, college football is going. Big Ten football is coming back. Hopefully in the next couple weeks. My team has a better record than Oklahoma. <laughs> Still funny. Um, the Jets are miserable. I think, I think that. If Mike's out there, I think the Pitt Panthers would beat Oklahoma. Oh, no, they wouldn't. Oh, hey, Mike. I didn't see you there. What's up, dude? You came in at the right time. I was keeping track of the time. I didn't see you. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, uh, Mike. I think Pitt would beat Oklahoma. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Only one of those teams is undefeated. And it ain't Oklahoma. I haven't even played a game yet. It's Penn State, so I don't even want to. So I can't even get involved in this. Penn State. Oh. The team I like right now is a bit in college football in Miami. They put a mud hole. Oh. Oh, Miami. Oh, my God. Oh, they look great. Yeah, they look good. Either Florida State looks fucking terrible or the Hurricanes look really good. Eric Derek Derek King. Oh they my god. Oh my god. He gives Miami an like a formidable offense. That's awesome. Uh Mike, I assume you're not having a very good weekend. Fuck this weekend. <laughs> Fuck this weekend. Oh, perfect. You're you've come at the right time because uh, I don't Wait, know so if you... Jeff Driscoll didn't get the job done. Well, it's hard to get the job done when you're when you get sacked five times and throw three Austin interceptions. Line sucks. Bowls, Garrett Bowles suck. Elijah Wilkinson suck. Both on the outsides. No running game. I mean, you can't win a game when Gordon's running twenty something yards. No. Nope. Receiving course suck. Defense sucks. Simmons proved why he doesn't get a long term contract with Denver. 
Jeff Driscoll gets benched in the third. Brent Ripon comes in. It's just a shit show. Oh, which yeah, uh, it's just a shit show. Did you see the group chat that went that went on throughout the Bills game? Yes. Oh, Kyle was so pissed at me, and rightfully I so. Buffalo. So under so let's understand so what's you get it right, Mike. You understand yeah, what this yeah. is. Yes. Okay. So let's understand exactly anything. what. So let let me tell the audience How exactly what happened. How fucking would you be, Mike? You'd want to kill him too. If you <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yep. So let's under so let's tell the audience exactly what happened. Uh, for those of you who do not know football, um, there is a very infamous tale uh, in Super Bowl Fifty One a few years back with the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots. Uh, Atlanta famously had a 28 to 3 fourth quarter lead and they lost in overtime to the Patriots. Um I the Bills up were up against the Rams at the end of the first half 28 to 3. And I mentioned to Kyle in our group chat, let the spirit of the Atlanta Falcons not consume Buffalo, please. And from there, it just went all downhill from there. The Bills still won at that moment. At that very moment, you wanted to strangle me. Tyler Croft caught a ball that they called an interception, and what might be the worst call I've ever seen in my life, and it swung the game completely. You've seen some bad calls in your life. You've you've witnessed the tuck rule. Not worse than that. You've witnessed the tuck rule. Let's be clear here. That was worse than the tuck rule. Wow, really? Dude, that was a clear catch. You can't. All right, let's say at the very worst. At the very worst, you call it a tie. That goes to the receiver automatically. Yeah, fame, uh, because so of the fail mary. How does that get reviewed and hold? Ever. Ever. You know how why? that go to New York? They look at Tyler Kraft, Kraft gain possession, and come down and hit the ground holding the ball by himself, <laughs> and then the guy just jumps on him and grabs the ball, and they call it a fucking interception. And then they score a touchdown two plays later. And Kyle... And instead ref- of 28-10, it's now 28-17. And Kyle has been pissed at me throughout most of the day. Yeah, I was going to go to Daniel's apartment. <laughs> I was going to kick in the fucking door. And I was going to strangle him to death. And murder him in cold blood. And just wait for the police to come and go to jail. Oh... <laughs> uh. Not going to lie. Gonna not going to lie. I literally almost locked my doors and every I locked my door, I locked all my windows. I, I was like paranoid. Do you think that was going to matter? Yeah, it's you, you after all. I would have kicked through that fucking door until it was in pieces. I would have Josh Allen right through that door. <laughs> oh, which which reminds me of something that I've uh that I've been wanting to discuss with you guys for a while. So, over the course of uh over the course of the last five, six years, I've made some pretty bad sports takes. Um, this I'm was bef- going to make a good sports take right now. Josh Allen is the best quarterback in football right now. Fact. Totally not against Russell Wilson, who threw back-to-back five touchdown games, but beside the point. Okay, so... Russ didn't have to put his team on the back and drive 80 yards to win the game. Yes, he fucking did. Okay, stop it. Okay, let's go. All right, um... When did he do that? Before we get into before we get into a physical <laughs> argument, uh, what game this year did he do that? What today, he drove eighty yards to win the game in the last. Well, like possession. seventy, but like, well, like seventy. You won on the last possession. Okay. Yes, we won. We won technically in the last possession. 
if if that inter if that interception at the end zone did not count, we would have won technically. We technically won the game at the last possession. But beside the point. So I have made some pretty bad sports takes over the last six years or so. Even before I joined U Stadium, I've made some pretty bad takes. Um, most famously that I've done is I picked Denver to win Super Bowl Forty Eight. By two points. I believe the score was like... Th I believe I picked him to win like 33-31 or some shit. That was the old... That's one of the only times I've ever picked against Seattle. One of the only times. I think it's the only time. And... What happened, Mike, you can pretty much tell to this story. Uh, Denver famously lost that game badly. 43 to 8 and uh, from there from there on I've never picked against the top defense in the league so there's another one that's going to make Kyle beyond pissed off uh, Kyle do you remember the year the Knicks traded for Derrick Rose and signed Joe oh Noah? Um, yeah I remember picking the Knicks to be the four seed in the Eastern Conference that year Oh, wow. I just saw the Metcalf play. What was he thinking? You just saw that? Yeah. He pulled to Sean Jackson. Not even close. It was worse. Yeah. He just, he just was careless. Yeah. But did you hear that? I, I did pick the next. Uh, I, I think it was the three or four seed I picked him to be with Derek Rose and Joakim Noah and that loaded team. Or what I thought was a loaded team. Are the Knicks ever going to be good again? I have no idea. No. I have no clue. As someone who watches New York sports every now and then, I, I, I can I, I can firmly say I have no idea. Um, what else did I say? Uh, oh, Mike, you'll like this one. Big shout out to Mikey who can't make it. In yeah, Mikey who is here in spirit. Mikey, who is here in spirit. So, uh, shout out to Mikey and Gio. Mikey and Gio, what's up, everyone? Yeah. Uh, Mike, do you remember the Jimmy Grant trade? Mm-hmm. So, I think, I remember that year, I think for two years straight, I picked the Seahawks and Colts to meet in the Super Bowl. And in 2015, I had Seattle going 15-1. and one. Interesting. Yeah. And that same year, I said Carolina would have no chance against Denver. <laughs> I had I said Carolina had no chance against the Broncos. And I remember, I remember at school that year, people were telling me, "Oh, you're fucking stupid for for saying Carolina's not going to win that game. Cam Newton's going to run all over the Broncos. Carolina's going to run all over the Broncos. I said, name a te name a formidable team the Panthers have played against. Name one. Other than Seattle, name one. They played nobody. Exactly. They played nobody that year. Denver, like, fought every single game to get to 12 wins. That defense was nasty. That, that defense year. was legendary. And, yes. and I remember having a poster the day after the Super Bowl... And I, I wrote on the poster, I was right. I still remember that day two. <laughs> that day two a team. 
Oh, and I, and I went with my Tim Tebow jersey and everything. I remember that game. Now we can't have a fucking quarterback with our life with it. Oh, you, I, it, there comes a point where you need to fire the head coach, honestly. Well, I, I hate saying this, but if we lose the Jets on Thursday night, there's a legit chance we could go winless. You're not going to lose the Jets. You're not going to lose to the Jets. At this point, you I don't... Might. You might. You might. If we... If we depends on who they go with Blake or Jeff. If Jeff plays, oh my god. Well, that offensive line, it ain't, it's not going to matter who your quarterback is. You can't allow your quarterback to get sacked five, six times a game. Nope. And the running game to be non-existent. Nope. nope. Josh Allen just keeps making plays that I don't understand how a quarterback can make. Hey, you have an offense. Unbelievable. Anybody who goes and looks at it, of him right now, he's the best player in the NFL. He makes plays out of plays that just aren't there. He throws people open. He There are plays where there any other quarterback, they're absolutely dead, and that includes Russ. Plays dead. He finds a way to fucking... Unbelievable. The guy is just unfucking believable I, I can't believe the progression he's made. I just can't believe it. I, I thought he'd be better this year. I didn't think he would be great. He's been great. Are you believing me now when I did when I said I picked the Bills to be the two seed in the AFC? Uh, I, the schedule is brutal, but if it keeps going like this, I can see it. Yeah, Dan is I mean, Dan Josh is right so far. Level, Josh Allen plays at this level all year. Yeah, I mean, he's got one thousand thirty-eight yards, ten touchdowns, and. It should technically be zero interceptions. Because that was not an interception today. No. And then you throw two rushing, uh, what, two, three rushing touchdowns mm-hmm. in there on top yeah, of it? Yeah, two, three rushing touchdowns. So, yeah, that's... He's that's, playing like Cam Newton. He's, uh, playing, he's playing like Cam Newton was in 2015. Cam Newton never played this good. Cam Newton never played this good. He's playing better than Cam Newton. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. He's just... I don't know, man. Russell Wilson, as of right now, has 14 touchdown passes in three games, NFL record. He leads the NFL in QBR and passer rating by a mile. He is third in passing yards. Who's first? Josh. There you go. He's third in the NFL in passing yards. But he currently has the NFL record. He broke the NFL record for most touchdown passes in three games. Okay. Which is good. Which is awesome. But, oh, it, it, it just annoys me. How it took Russell, well, it took Pete Carroll to realize that, oh, I actually have a quarterback to unleash the offense. It took Pete Carroll eight years into Russell Wilson's career. It's infuriating. I mean, I don't know, pal. I just. You guys have a great team. Uh, your team is. A top team. No, I I get that. I I I do appreciate that. But like the offense, this team has finished in the bottom ten 
in offense in every single offensive category, except for the running game, in almost every single offensive category since Russell Wilson was drafted. Well, that's infuriating. Well, it's just so bad. I'll tell you one thing, man. Blowing a 25-point lead has to be one of the most frustrating, horrible feelings you could ever feel. Do it in the fourth quarter. You come apart at the seams. It's just everything feels like it's going to go wrong. And then, oh, man, I slipped into a a depression there. You were ready to drive to me and punch me in the face. Repeatedly. I was going to fucking come to your apartment and kick the door in, yes. I could see that happening, too. Gee, thanks, Mike. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I know you're not joking. I know know you long enough to know that. Don't ever do that again, Dave. No, and this is... You wonder why I keep my mouth shut in most situations. You wonder why. I'd appreciate it if you did it in that in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jesus, Louisa. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. But yeah, Josh Allen should be perfect, by the way, with no interceptions, and the referees ruined that, and that that is bullshit. That should be fucking reversed. They should be able to reverse that interception after the game. Take it out of the stat sheet. This is ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Did you see that play, Mike? Honestly, I did not watch the game. It, we got stuck with thing Cleveland was on our. No, but it was so bad that it's in like the highlights. They're like, it was it an watch it. Hold on, I'm gonna send a picture of it in the group chat. You tell me based on what you're seeing, is that an interception? All right, okay. let's transition segments real quick. And he comes down with the ball like this. I just sent it. Oh, shut Look up, both this. of you. All right, Kyle, what do you got for a weird sports story? Okay, well, I have two quick ones, okay? Yeah. So, today I'm going to tell you the story of a 1980s Mets player named Kevin Mitchell. Oh, boy. Kevin Mitchell was a, a role player for the Mets in the 80s and he was known to have an infamous temper so you know this is the Doc Gooden days he was friends with Doc Gooden and uh, Doc Gooden tells a story in his biography about you know how his temper was so bad and he would flip out and all that so one night they're in I guess his apartment or whatever and he's in a fight with his girlfriend. Okay. So his girlfriend has a cat in the place. Kevin Mitchell grabs the cat and cuts its head off. What the fuck? Wow. Why haven't I heard about this? Kevin, yeah, Kevin Mitchell, he, he grabs the cat, chops the head off. He denied it and apparently confronted Doc Gooden, but Doc sticks by it. It's in his biography, and he sticks by it. Jesus. That's the first story. Yeah, that's a, it, it. Cut the fucking cat's head clean off. 
during a fight with his girl. Can you imagine getting into a fight with your girlfriend and cutting her cat's head off? That's just... Do you make up after that? That's immediately a loss of nine lives. Yeah, right? Yeah, you ain't getting any back on that. All right, so the second story... I don't know if you guys ever heard of this, because I had never heard of it before I read it earlier today. So, in, in 1997... Great year. was uh, apparently good friends with a famous actor at the time. He was a big actor at the time. You know, he was pretty famous. He was a top guy, Kevin Costner. Okay. Feel the dreams. By the know, way, 1997, great year, the year of Dan... Yeah, so, way to make it about you, Dan. I'm sorry. (laughs) Continue with your fucking story. (laughs) So, I guess the legend has it that um, Kevin Costner was staying at Cal Ripken's house for a while. Because they were really close friends. Right. Mm -hmm. And while he was staying at his house, something heated up with Cal Ripken's wife. Oh shit! No oh, boy. Yes, and story goes that Cal Ripken came home and beat the shit out of Kevin Costner. Wow. No shit. Yeah, and he beat him up so bad that the police came, and there was a whole thing. And you know, I'm sure it was a huge blowout. But Cal had a game that day. Fuck. Oh. Oh boy. And he had that streak going, the Iron Man streak. Yeah. So rumor has it the Baltimore Orioles faked a power outage in the stadium and po- postponed the game until Ripken could get there. Wow. Whoa. Conspiracy theories galore. Nice. That's a heavy play by the Orioles. Yeah, they arrested him and... They fucking faked the power outage to get him to play that game. So, wow. yeah, pretty wild story. What a day that Jesus. must Jesus. I, I got nothing that can top that. Sports story segment. I got nothing that can top that. No, no. I got nothing. I literally yeah, have got nothing. That, nothing. I can't top that. We should just call that segment Kyle's Weird Sports Stories. Yeah, and if any any of our fans out there have uh, any, know anything about that story that they can add in, you know, let us know. Holy shit. Wow. I'm sure Mikey's heard of it. I, I'm sure he has. He's a big, I know he knows the Kevin Mitchell story. Yeah. He's got it. Cal Ripley story. I had never heard that before today. Jesus. That's fucking you know, wild. That's a, that's a couple big stars. That's a big star story. They got some names there. You got Kevin that's Costner, the Kevin. yeah. That's the longest streak in the history of baseball. Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Lou Gehrig. Right, yeah, man. he beat Lou Gehrig's record. Yeah. Oh man, that that's crazy. Do you have any uh? Speaking of conspiracy theories of the Orioles pulling that off, um. I feel like we should get into Kyle's wheelhouse of conspiracy theories. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what do you got for us, man? <laughs> what do I have for you? Oh, um, 
I feel like I feel like one of them is going to be like not the U.S. government, but also like a Michael Jackson story mm-hmm. for some weird reason. Well, not as good. No, nothing really about. Oh, Hollywood's full of pedophiles. Oh, Hollywood, absolutely. And that's the truth. Yeah. I am 100% positive. Well, probably not 100%, but I'm almost... I'm very positive that the U.S. government and Hollywood are both, like, connected in some way with this child pedophilia ring. I'm I'm willing to go to my grave that that's true. Uh, There's one. I'll tell you how JFK got killed if you guys want to know. Oh, let's get the... Oh, here we go. So, Lee Harvey Oswald did shoot a shot, and it did hit the president. But that was the shot that hit under the arm and through the seat. Mm -hmm. He did not shoot JFK in the head. No. What happened was, when that shot went off, okay, and bear with me, this is the actual truth, and I people in the Secret Service and agencies have admitted this off record and whatever you want to take, however you want to take that. But there he is. When that shot went off and it hit JFK, the driver of the car stepped on the gas. And when that happened, the Secret Service agent in the back had pulled his 22. And the jerk from the car speeding up, he accidentally set the gun off, and that was the shot that went through JFK's head. Jesus. So it's friendly fire. Uh, it was friendly fire, and it was a complete accident. And it was the Secret Service who actually killed JFK. Holy and shit. And that's why they covered it up. They covered it up to protect the Secret Service's name. You know? The Secret Service can't have killing a president on record. No. Well, of course not, no. Yeah. So that was the whole cover-up. Blame it completely on Lee Harvey Oswald. And then what's Lee Harvey Oswald going to do? He's going to say, well, I shot a shot, but it only hit him in the back. I didn't shoot him in the head. I can't shoot a gun that fast. No, no one can shoot a gun that fast. No, no one can shoot. And that was a sniper rifle, right? And sent Jack Ruby in to kill him. It was a sniper oh. rifle, right? You, you can't shoot a sniper that fast. No one can. I, not with that gun from that distance. No, and that era not, too. Not a weak level shot that Oswald was. So yeah, I completely buy that theory, and I can see it happening. You know, he went to he heard a shot, the president's hit, he unholsters his gun, the car gets accelerated, and the jerk sets off a shot that accidentally goes through his head. Bad fucking luck, man. And then you know, that's where the you know. Where the cover up came. We love that's our conspiracy theory. theories. We do. That's that's one of the theories. Uh what else you got, man? I, I feel like you have more on like Hollywood and shit. Uh well I ju- only well, there was a story about Justin Bieber. Oh god. Oh god it's told. And it actually made me respect Justin Bieber. No shit. So, in Hollywood, they have... um, All right, so... How do I start this out? Okay, let's take Katy Perry for a Okay. 
Everybody knows her. She's a famous uh, singer or whatever. Mm -hmm. Rover has it, and you can't hold me to this. So, Katy Perry, you have enough money. You don't need to come and fucking sue me for what I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) do. But, you know, rumor was that she was a call girl to, to producers and directors in her early career. And a lot of actresses and famous singers, that's how they start out. They have to fuck people. They have to be passed around. There are videos of them doing things just in case they go against the grain and they'll release it and ruin their lives and career. So what they do with male actors is, is they, they have them sexually assault kids and they videotape it. That way, if they ever step out of line and they need to put them in their place, they'll say, well, we have you on video fucking a kid and the kid's gone, disappeared, murdered. So we'll just release that and you'll be in trouble. You know, they have the ultimate fear over their head. Yep. And apparently, you know, they came to Justin Bieber and they said, hey, look, you know, you have all these millions, but how would you like a billion? How would you like to be in the top 1%? One of us. How would you like to sit at the table with one of us? And I'm sure Justin was intrigued, but then they told him, you know, you have to do this with this kid. And Justin Bieber said that he refused and that he left and that they took that kid and they did it anyway and they slit his throat. Jeez. Wow. And that's an off-record story that Justin Bieber... And, so I, I, Honestly, I think if you Google it, it'll pop up. I'm going to Google this. I'm going to Google this and see if it's real. Uh, well, not real, but like I, I, I know it's real. It's it says got... music... I, I can send you a link, but it's uh, there's one here that says... Justin Bieber speaks out about pedophilia and abuse in Hollywood. He said a young boy had been brought to the party for sexual gratification of the industry elite, and he was encouraged to sexually abuse it. I didn't want to do this. I really didn't. They said the kid was drugged. It was horrible, Bieber said, explaining it, that it was made clear to him he would gain entry to the business side of the industry Found and join the club by passing the, the initiation rights. I wouldn't just be a, a, a performer. I'd be a mogul. The path would open up for me like it did Jay-Z. It's the difference between being Holy a millionaire and being shit. a billionaire. This is out of Justin Bieber's mouth. Jesus. <clears throat> That's sad. That's out of his own mouth. Now, let's understand this that we are I don't think... I, Kyle's an avid conspiracy theorist. I, I have my fair share of, you know, conspiracy theories. Mike, I'm sure, does have his fair share oh, yeah. of conspiracy theories. Nope. There, we... I have talked to people who have said... Did you read this? Did you see... I'm gonna send it I read it. I read the whole... I read it. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Right? But... If Michael Jackson can go out as, like, being a, pedof- a pedophilia to kids... I'm sh- and you got fucking Kevin Spacey doing that also and then you get Harvey was Weinstein doing his doing thing. It to kids or was he doing it to women? He was doing it to kids. Was he? Kevin Spacey? Yeah. Wow. You didn't know that? I thought no. that was No, Kevin Spacey. No, no, that's that's Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein was doing it to women. Kevin Spacey was doing it to kids. He was kidnapping kids. And fucking wow. kids. 
That's why when Family Guy made that joke of Stewie Griffin escaping from Kevin Spacey's basement, that's where it came from. Spacey's wow. been doing that for years. Years and years and years. That's how his desk got, got out of Hollywood. When that story came out of Kevin Spacey like kidnapping and, and molesting kids, got his ass out of Hollywood. Like got his ass like like fired and banned from everything. Which doesn't make any sense considering Hollywood is a child pedophilia. Which yeah, which doesn't make any sense since Hollywood and the Garmin Air Pulse. Look, they just took the rap off. It looks good. It looks really good. Kyle's new Kyle's not t- new tattoo, not Kevin Spacey. Yeah, it fucking smarted, man. It was I it smarted. Yeah. It did not feel good, man. The color in the back was 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 not not fun. Not pleasant. That's for sure. No. No. No, it was not. So yeah, I mean those are my conspiracy theories and my crazy stories and whatever you want to take out of it. I believe the US government has a child sex ring or or a sex trafficking drug ring which is part well, of the reason they hate Trump because Trump keeps exposing it and which I also believe is a which I yeah. also believe is one of the reasons why you got so many politicians that are staying in office for so goddamn long. Oh yeah, well everything is crooked, but you got to understand well, it's, it's all it's all paid for. It's oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I'm willing to go to my grave that everything is corrupt. I'm willing to go to my grave. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm the only person. I don't think we're the only people that believe that. Well, no. All right, let's transition segments real quick. All right, before we close out the episode, um, thank God Stevie Cohen is officially going to own the Mets starting next season, which is great. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Finally, things are right for the Mets so far. The Wilpons are gone. Things are going right. But that's not why we're here. It is episode 69. It's, a, it's our favorite number. But I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood to rant. Now, what do I rant today? I don't know if I've done this before. I don't know if I've ranted this particular subject before, but might as well. The OnlyFans and sex worker community. And you know who you are. But... Uh, understand this. People who have, the, who have OnlyFans are either desperate for money... Or just Guys, desperate for attention. <laughs> By the way, we had a joke, Mike, that uh, Kyle would be the only one that feel out of out of all of us that would start an OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm the only one that probably could. I d- yeah, I yeah. Know. First of all, no one would want to see me regardless. And <laughs> Jesus. <Kyle>. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Kyle. So. 
Yeah, you guys I... are giving me ideas to, to start shaking my dick for money. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... That, oh god would, ladies 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 let us know if you want me to start it on i'm totally fucking around right <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird i can't even fake it anymore oh it's it's fucking terrible i'm honestly th this fucking community is is so goddamn desperate for attention it's like hollywood you lose attention you want to do anything for attention now Dude, I've been on, I'm on dating apps, and I've spoken to girls where they don't even, like, I've been texting with them, and they're like, oh, check out my OnlyFans, and I'm just like... It's like, you do realize that porn is free, right? I'm just like, wait, what? Bitch, I ain't going, I'm... No. I'm not spending money to look at your shit when no, porn is free. Spend, I don't even want to spend time talking to somebody who's gonna fucking sell naked pictures of themselves what's the you know what's the point of putting work in to get you undressed if everybody can see it by paying once again porn is free yeah fair enough porn is free the porn porn has been free for decades and decades and decades and people are discovering OnlyFans because apparently the this is this is from what I heard the highest paid OnlyFans girl is getting paid like a million bucks a year. Just to post yeah, that. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but it's it's fucking funny that there's just so many of them now. Women think we're desperate. Most women yeah, right. think that men are desperate. To have to work. That's the thing. They don't want to fucking work, bro. You know. Nope. It's the problem with, with, with girls now. They don't want to fucking work. They say they want to work, but then when it comes to actually doing the work, they don't want to work. They don't want to work towards nothing. They want everything handed to them. There's a, definitely a sense of entitlement between the two genders right now. Women really feel entitled. And I get it. They do have the babies, and they should get preferential treatment. But, you know... You and maternity leave. Yeah. It, it's just... it's. Whenever I see something that, whenever I see a post or whatever that says, "Oh, check out my OnlyFans" or "Check out my premium Snapchat," I want to, I want to give them the finger. I want to give them one finger salute and be like, "Porn is free." I can easily just go onto porn and, and be like, "Oh, it's free," and not have to pay for shit. It's. It's hysterical. It really is. And... No. Nah. I mean... We're all grown men here. Porn all is right. free. Yeah, porn is free. I, I, I keep beating a dead horse here. Well, and not just that, but, you know, I have more respect towards the women. Like, I'm not going to pay for that because I get more respect for you. But at the same time, then they, then they think that you're stupid because they ain't going to pay nothing. Also, you're married. Well, besides that point. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> but, from a, but from a respect standpoint, it's like, no. I'm no. not really giving this, but why not? Well, I, have more, I have respect for you. Then I think that you're weird and stupid or whatever else the case may be. But, you know, and, and the sad part is, 
and they wonder why women are degraded. Well, you guys are one. You ladies are the ones just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is the thirsty dudes, bro. There's so many thirsty dudes out there's there. There's so bro. fucking many. Mm -hmm. That'll oh. just be like, oh, that's so cool. That yeah, you should do that, and that's so cool. Yeah, make your money, girl. It's all yeah, make your money. Meanwhile, they're clean. Meanwhile, they they're cleaning their pipe. Mm-hmm. They feed into it. Meanwhile, they're cleaning their pipe while while saying that. <laughs> I mean, I just I don't know. It's just. There's no dignity involved in that. That's a cabin boy reference for those for those wondering. Cabin boy, huh? You never seen that movie? It's a great movie. I think I have. So there's a there's this particular scene in uh in the movie Cabin Boy where Chris Elliott, who's the lead who's the lead actor of the movie, uh, loses virginity and loses virginity and this very famous scene where he comes out of the cave he, he walks out of the cave when he loses virginity, and he just screams out, These pipes are clean! And it's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Makes me wonder, Kyle, why haven't you done that yet? <laughs> no, not, for the, not for the BMA. <laughs> <laughs> just scream these pipes are clean <laughs> do you think she would get that oh cabin no. boy oh I love Chris Elliott <laughs> it's a great movie though it's a really good movie highly recommend it for those who haven't seen it oh, I'll have to rewatch it sometime <laughs> I'll send you the clip. I'll send you the clip of that scene. It's great. But... No, I can't stand the OnlyFans community. I can't stand, the you know, the sex worker community. Prostitutes. I can't stand it. Because... Well, you know, let's not hate on all of them. Why? What do you mean, why? Because some people do what they need to do. See, the problem with the OnlyFans, at least prostitute... Ooh, Bill's highlights. <laughs> um, the thing with prostitutes is you know what you're getting with them. They're not out there trying to date dudes. They're whores. They're trying to make them... They're all about money. You know right off the bat they're all about money. They're not like these OnlyFans girls who are on dating sites trying to find a guy... To go on dates with and 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 be in a relationship. That's with. the that's the th that that's I'm the funny thing. Those things. But if I'm talking to a girl and she's like, "Yeah, check out my only fan," it, it's fucking out of left field. It's a little like, "Oh shit, that's kind of disgusting." Yeah, it's like you're trying to be somebody that you're not, or you're you're being somebody and denying that you're being somebody. If you're just gonna be a whore, go out and just be like, "Look, I'm looking to have fun. I'm that's it." Yeah, it's I'm legal in Vegas. And have fun. Don't don't be out there selling your pics and then being like, oh well, I'm a nice girl and I I deserve a good man. No, you don't deserve a good man. You need, you you're gonna get what you put out. You're gonna find a dude that's gonna treat you like the whore you are. There you go. But with an actual prostitute, it's you know Denver's you know only hope. Getting. You know what you're getting. You're there to do something only. Yep. 
and they're there for the same reason. And they're not going to sit there. It's going to tell you it's all about the money. It's not, you know. No, I got there's you. There's nothing fake about it. At least I can respect that there's nothing fake about that. And there, but when you try and fake it like that, I don't like that. That's where nope. I'm like, whatever. Nope. All right. I think we've yeah, I think we've around. been dry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Time to BS Podcast. If you like uh, if you like our shit, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts for, for more shit and, and content. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Time to BS Podcast for news and info on the show and funny shit. Thank you guys for joining us, guys. And we hope to see you guys in the next show.